Chapter 11 of The King of the Golden City by Mother Mary Loyola. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Broad Road. Delecta's daily life and duties were not, as we have seen, of a very exciting kind. But one thing she and the little folk of the neighboring villages did look forward to the yearly fair or circus. Months beforehand, the wares, the shows, the sports, the dresses to be worn on the occasion were the main subjects of conversation. One year there was to be something quite new and thrilling. No one exactly knew what, but a band of strolling players had been announced, whose performance was to be quite the sensation of the week. The youngsters were brimful of joyful expectation, but some of the elders shook their heads, and more than one father and mother forbade their children to go to the play in the evening. Her prince guardian would not hear of Delecta being present. It was a woeful disappointment to have to give up the treat on which she had set her heart, and she told him so in terms more precise, perhaps, than respectful. "'Am I never to enjoy myself?' she said tearfully. "'Girls ever so much younger than I am are going. Prince, you are always telling me to do hard things. You don't mind how much it hurts.' "'My little sister,' he answered tenderly, you will know some day how much I care for you and how glad I am to see you happy. Except to keep you from harm, I would never ask you to go against your likes and dislikes. There will be plenty of other amusements, but this show I cannot approve. We will go together to the fair, stay till eight, and then come away. Daisy is going, and she will stay all the time. Daisy must answer for herself. As your guardian, I am bound to caution you against what would be bad for you. Delecta pouted. She knew he was right. Her conscience was always on his side, whichever way her likings went. But she would not give in and went about cross all day. She was cross with the girl she met, cross with her poor blind friend, cross even with the goat that came for its usual petting. The night before the fair opened, she was standing at the door of her hut, the prince guardian on one side self as usual on the other. Delacta, he answered gravely, I am going to the king and am to take your answer to him. You know he speaks to you through me. Are you going to disappoint him? The king comes to me the day after tomorrow. I will explain to him then. Are you going, child, to run such risk? If you do what will make him angry with you, you can hope for no visit from him next day. And how do you know you will have another day? Every hour, children younger than you are being called for by the king. They are brought through the dark valley to stand before him to hear their sentence. If they were his friends when they set out on that last journey, they will be his friends always. But if they were not, oh, my child, take care, take care. She hesitated still, looked up, and saw his face turned in the direction of the Golden City with a look of intense supplication. She felt he was praying for her, and the hardness of her heart gave way. A moment of fierce struggle, and the battle was won. Falling on her knees, she cried, Forgive me, Prince, I am sorry. Tell the King I will not go. The theater was a great tent set up in the middle of a field. Round the entrance, hung with staring bills and gaudy flags, thronged the children in admiring groups. They had never seen anything like it before, and longed to go inside. Among the loiterers was a girl named Daisy, who had managed to get together a certain number of followers. 
older and better off than the rest she had brought them so completely under her power that they were afraid to contradict her in anything her word was law and because she gave them treats they flattered and obeyed her like a troop of slaves even when they knew she was in the wrong now daisy and her set as they were called had tried to gain over delecta to their party but the prince guardian of the child had succeeded hitherto in keeping his little charge aloof from both the leader and her followers here i must stop for a moment to tell you of something that has been mentioned several times a certain broad road of the land of exile which passed through every city village and hamlet however lowly and retired all that delecta and the village children knew about it was that it began a long way off and led downward to a great distance further than any of them had ever been no one knew where it stopped because after winding in and out as far almost as the eye could follow it suddenly turned and was lost to sight this road not of hard flint or gravel but of beautiful soft springy grass was shaded by tall trees and lined on both sides by shrubs and flowers with fruit trees here and there and comfortable lounges where one could rest it was more like a park or pleasure ground than a highway for the delicious fruits hung within reach of the passer-by who could help themselves to any that looked inviting the roadway was always thronged with the careless and the gay of every age and class old and young great folk of the fashionable world in elegant attire rustics smart and showy in their sunday best sauntered along or lay lazily on the grass seeking by various devices to kill time and banish anything like disquieting thoughts sometimes a band came along and then the pleasure-seekers one could hardly call them travellers joined in a dance roses in abundance grew by the wayside these the girls would pluck and twine in their hair though it was well known that little poisonous snakes often hid under the shrubs and stung badly when disturbed no one seemed to learn by experience and every one was sure that no harm would happen at least to her merry-making was the business of life on this flowery path which was the favorite resort of daisy and her friends delecta used to watch them from the high bank above and as the shouts of laughter rose she wished at times that she might join them on that pleasant road dear prince she said one day don't you like to see me enjoy myself with others my child i am always glad to see you marry but not on the broad road have you never noticed that some of these revellers come back in the evening with their white robes soiled and their faces discontented and sad hitherto delecta had seldom met the set but the fair had united all the children of the place in a common interest and she was beginning to mix freely with all and talk over the pleasures they were expecting it had come out that she was not going to the play in the evening and there was much discussion among the set as to the whys and wherefores of so extraordinary a decision daisy says we are all to be there said one of them she has made up a party who are to go with her and floss is to be with us i suspect you have forgotten that delecta was the king's name for the child he had met in the wood and had made his little favorite to everyone else except the prince guardian she was floss as to leaving before the fun begins said daisy who was vexed at being thwarted by one so much younger than herself it's simply absurd and we won't stand such nonsense she'll have to change her mind that's all it happened that as daisy surrounded by her party was watching the final preparations for the various entertainments to be provided she spied delecta in the distance on her way home a sign from their leader and the whole troop was in pursuit in a few minutes they were back with their prisoner 
"'Why won't you go to the play?' said one. "'It will be the best part of the day,' cried another. "'I wouldn't miss it for anything,' broke in a third. "'I am going,' Delecta replied. "'But you're leaving at eight. Why on earth do you go so soon? The best things don't come off till night.' "'I have to leave at eight. "'But why, why?' they cried impatiently. "'Oh, I know.' said daisy with a sneer it's because she thinks herself so much better than we are that she won't go anywhere in our company it's a mighty fine thing to be a saint and she folded her hands and put on a solemn look which set them all into fits of laughter i don't think myself better and i'm not a saint exclaimed delecta turning crimson then show you're not and do as we do was the cry stand back then and i'll show you they fell away on either side, and, like a shot, she had darted through the ring and was well on her way home before they had recovered from their surprise. There was no attempt at pursuit, for she was well known as the fleetest runner far and near. But, though outwitted, they would not acknowledge defeat. "'Did you notice how red she got when Daisy called her a saint?' said one. "'Yes,' answered another. "'We will have her yet.' End of chapter 11